0: Who's popping? Who's popping, locking?
1: Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Table a podcast about a team of folks who love publishing and playing board games with topics ranging from Capstone Games news and industry insights to games we're playing and fun we're having. This is episode eight, recorded on October 25th, and Prime Convention season has come and gone. So sad. Hey, folks, Tim here.
0: Hey, Justin's here with us again.
1: Hey, it's Josh.
2: Hey, it's Clay.
1: Thanks, well in today's episode, after some discussion on our recent gaming stories, we'll head over to Capstone Corner to cover the latest company news. After that, this episode continues the theme of convention season, with both origins and essence taking place since last we spoke. Justin and Josh are joining us today, and I'm looking forward to some fun-filled convention stories ahead. So let's get this thing started and join me as we take this discussion beyond the table. Hey Josh, what did you think of that game of Three Kingdoms last week?
3: golly that was such a good game we were all within like i think first the third place was like five points
1: i think it was less than like,
3: that what yeah oh my it, was gosh, tight. it was
1: insane it, it, it was super tight uh,
3: and honestly i got scrocked right and i was playing way and in like the last round of the next last round i was gonna go for a border space and then realize that my generals couldn't park i had no generals that could park on that border wall and I was just like come on
1: because of their uh their weapon types or something yeah
3: yeah weapon requirements I just didn't have I never pulled a general who happened to have crossbows mm. and it was just like that was the space that was left and yeah it didn't
1: go well well that was oh, a, that man. was a good one it wasn't a real short one either that one seemed like it it took yeah. a little bit of time Eighth I mean round. we weren't rushing definitely but it was yeah. uh it, overall pretty uh pretty neat Need experience. Who were you? Were you yeah. uh, way right? You were the blue?
3: Yeah, I was playing way. I still can't get Pang Day to come out. He's just the best when you're playing way.
2: Tim was Shu, I'm going to guess.
1: No, I was woo. I was
4: oh, Red.
2: Man.
3: So when we play in my office here, um, Brian claims a seat. He won't yeah. sit in any other seat in my <laughs> office. Well, the way the board fits on the table... He plays Shoe every time because he refuses to move. So he ended up playing Shoe. But it was it was a good freaking game.
0: It was, Did Tim win? Of those, course he won. Maybe. Oh, no. It was, of course it he was won. Close, yeah. so. it, it's it was it's out close. of
3: hand. It's out of hand.
1: We, we were talking about the whole time. To-
0: For those not familiar with uh, Three Kingdoms Redux, they're limited to two friends. So... <laughs> If you're popular with your friend group in any way, you're never going to get it to a table.
3: <laughs> but it also has the best so. tension. Like with three players, there's just a the perfect amount of tension because it's always two against one. And that who that two is just drifts around the table the whole game. And it's awesome.
1: This was a neat one, Clay, in that uh, I had a real hard time in my... Um, oh, what are the buildings called? I can't remember. The unification and separation, I think. But those, yeah. uh, those establishments, I couldn't get any synergy really in those or in my generals. So I was just like running around floundering, just trying to, trying to find points somewhere. Uh, okay. I, I know I build a bunch of buildings, like every, pretty much Tim, every round. You I got nine buildings.
3: points off of buildings. Yeah. You got nine <laughs>
1: points. <laughs> That's a lot. And,
3: and you ended the game at like 48. So like. Like 20% of your points came from the buildings. Like yeah. is, to, to complain about, oh, I only got nine points off of the buildings. It was only
1: nine. It was only nine. I think you got 10 points He's off the... He's going for uh, double digits. Right. I think you got 10 points off the uh, the Emperor token, so gotta, well, I got to yeah, keep I got, up somehow. I got
3: Emperor, I mean, but still, <laughs> like it didn't do me any good. I came in third place. Who cares if I'm <laughs> Emperor if I'm in third place? <laughs>
1: oh man no that's a good one what um what else have you been playing josh
3: well i know we're uh gearing i think this weekend we're going to try to get heroes of land air and sea to the table oh that's cool i love the fact that box is so big it won't fit on any of my calax shelves (laughs)
4: like
3: no matter which way i turn the box it can't fit because it's that big so uh It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of miniatures. I love 4X games. So uh, and I love the fact that the biggest game I own and the smallest game, one of the smallest games I own both come from the same company because that's uh, Gameland Games, who does the tiny epic series of games. Ah, okay. Oh, that's what
2: this I was trying to figure out what game you're talking about. I know what it is now.
3: Yeah. So that's uh, their big 4X game. And it's just it looks awesome. So I'm, I'm excited to get that one to the table.
1: I was going to say, I've always been interested in it. That was always a game. Even when it came, I, I think it was like 2018 or so. Yeah. When it came out and, and I saw it at one of the conventions, I was like leaning over, taking a look at it. But every time I did, I was like, there's, I'll never play it. I just didn't see at the time. I didn't see uh, myself having the group to play it. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Saturday,
3: we're going to get it going.
0: Boom.
1: So Yeah.
3: Because we have a friend who doesn't want to be at his house and trick or treats going on. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm completely available as long as it's not at my house. All right. <laughs> you say so. Kids. Oh, man. But the other thing, I, uh, I found this Kickstarter that I'm back and it ends tomorrow. And it's for this game called Fractal Beyond the Void. Oh, nice. And it looks awesome. It's it's another 4X game, but it's got like a campaign element to it. And the thing that I found really interesting about it was they have this victory point system where there's like five different things you can score victory points in. And at the end of each round when you're playing the campaign, depending on what you scored victory points in, it starts branching the story And so I'm, I'm really interested to see how they kind of utilize that. And it's got some sweet miniatures and they've got me in for like a hundred and something, 150 (laughs) 150 bucks for the whole deal. And they've got some metal tokens that are probably going to end up being bought as well. So uh, I gotcha. Yeah. It looks, (laughs) it looks really cool. And uh, so I think the, the art looks really cool and I'm, I'm excited for what they're doing with it. And I like the fact that they didn't have any stretch goals.
1: Oh, like, really? It was they just... came
3: out and were like, it was like, here's the game. And then they did a couple of like community engagement goals, which was like, hey, we want some of your input to make it into the game. So let's hit like some like sharing goals and a uh, number of backers to try to get and get some input and add some. Community input into the game, which I thought was a really cool way to uh, keep everybody engaged, but not necessarily like set arbitrary price points to try to get things into the game.
1: So oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Now, the one I was hearing compared with this or side by side with it was Voidfall. Have you got a chance to look at that at all?
3: I looked at it a little bit. I mean, the Ian O'Toole artwork on that one just, I mean, he always brings a game to the table. I don't know something about the the art on it just kind of drew me in and on uh, for fractal and
2: it's got a lot of personality. I'm looking at it right now. The personality yeah. is there.
3: Yeah, and we we had another person in our group who was thinking about backing Voidfall and I was just like, "All right. Well, if one of if somebody else is going to back Voidfall, it doesn't make sense to have two of us with it." So, and I re- I was really more drawn to I love space games. I love them so much. Like they're just fun and the miniatures look really unique on there. They've got like some mechs that wouldn't look out of place inside, but they've also got some really interesting looking spaceships and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for it. It'll be a year plus before I get it, but I'm excited for it. So yeah,
0: no, it looks really good. So you're going to bring it to origins next year. There you go.
3: <laughs> well, it's not coming till December,
0: 2022. Oh, geez. I know. Just after all the conventions are done.
3: Here's the thing. If it's here before PAX, I'll have it at PAX next year.
2: There, there go. we go. I heard you say story mode, bro. Yep. What's up yeah. with that, man? <laughs> is Tim having an influence on this? Or? <laughs> no.
3: No.
0: Tim's converted us all to minis and stories. Narratives. Narrative driven games.
3: Yeah, I don't know if this is narrative driven. It I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe Tim will convert me by accident. We'll find out.
1: It has the legacy game tag on it on BGG. I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, it's not. It doesn't seem like it's legacy from what I was reading on the campaign.
1: I'm kind of surprised that's there, honestly.
3: A year from now, maybe I'll come back and say, you know what? Tim was right. Narrative games are the best and he's converted me and I play Nemesis with him every week. We'll find out. (laughs) I doubt it, but we'll find out.
1: I'm taking bets on that, by
0: the way. For as much as that's been played around me, I have yet to play Nemesis. I'm
1: I was so proud about you. that just the other day, Justin.
0: I swear every time we every time I'm around you guys, we you guys break it out. But I haven't gotten the chance to try it yet.
1: Oh, it's good. Well, that's what we were talking about maybe gaming in a couple of weeks. Hopefully we can get that one out.
0: You would really dig it, man. Yeah, I think so, from what I've heard. I mean, but Tim hypes it all up, so who knows? I don't do anything. He he
1: does. I just show up, put the game out there, teach it. People love it, and I just get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Madara. I wasn't wasn't hand-holding people to the booth. That didn't happen. So, no, Fractal, (sighs) I think, Josh, I, I think you and I are probably in the minority here, but Fractal is the one. Between fractal and Vo- uh, voidfall, that I was leaning toward as well. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of positive chatter around voidfall and the uh, you know the publisher there. But yeah, I'm, I'm this is one another one I'm really looking forward to. So uh, yeah, let's let's see how it turns out in what a year and a half or so.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who
1: knows yeah.
3: logistics. Who knows what the logistic situation will be. But I think uh, based on the measurements they were saying, it's going to be like between all three boxes, it's going to be like 18 pounds. So
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's another big one coming Because they up. said
3: the one box is like three and a half kilograms and another box is three kilograms and the automata box was another two kilograms. And I did the conversion. And I'm like, mm-hmm. holy crap, 18 <laughs> pounds?
2: Now I'm oh. interested in this game.
3: Ah. <laughs> You're welcome your welcome. (laughs) well you have about 24 hours to figure it out so
2: yeah but that's interesting looks cool
3: so clay what's what's uh you you got any further in madara or did you get your mini's finally finished painting
2: so nathan uh messaged me he he's really cool i mean he keeps sending me updates every miniature he does he sends a little video or a close-up shots at it and man the details are insane on them and uh, he did finish him up this weekend and, and mailed it out to me. So I'll have him on Wednesday. And last night I was I got the game set up on the table and uh, ready to go for scenario one. And we're probably going to do it on Thursday night, possibly Friday night this week. So I'm excited. I'm going to jump
0: in and we'll see how it goes.
1: That's cool. Very good. So who's who, doing who that who with you?
0: Do you know? That's that's what I was going to ask. Who, who all do you have playing? <laughs> well
2: it's just <laughs> gonna be myself and ashley okay so i i, I haven't dropped the news that she's got to play two characters yet but <laughs> <laughs> surprise <laughs> this, it's this a game good thing a, this
3: podcast comes out after you have to play it with her yeah
2: yeah so it's it's got four characters and it's the way the story works is you have to play all four characters because they all have their own paths that they go and it's like a novel, I'm assuming. So yeah. Um, But it's not that bad. I mean, I I was kind of prepping myself to teach her and and just kind of because she doesn't want to go any kind of rules overhead or anything. She just wants to jump in and start playing. So I wanted to get familiar with everything that we're going to be presented with. So we're ready to rock and roll and it'll be a nice, smooth experience for her. But we'll see, man. I'm excited there you go,
1: should be cool.
0: Yeah, I haven't gotten very far into my copy of that. I Alex and I, my wife started painting because we wanted to, we thought that would be a good idea to try and paint our own since she has a little bit of experience, but you know, I'm only a few videos into the to the uh how to play and set up and all that, and then we've painted just a few just a few of our stuff, but we have a while, we don't plan on playing it for a little while till we can get it all ready and find some people.
2: Yeah, they did uh, they did an update and they're doing so much for this game. This is it's incredible to see the the type of content that they're putting out for this game and developing part of the thing with the adventure mode, which is your your story, basically, that you're going to progress through. There's certain instances where you can kind of go on a side quest and do bounties, which is a whole nother booklet that you got to go through. <laughs> where you're trying to you're, you're tracking down a bounty, whatever it may be. And in the base game, there's only one bounty. And I think it's like four or five scenarios just to go through the end of the bounty. But they've got like four or five separate bounty packs that they're working on. And they're, they're big. They're like, I don't know how many scenarios, but they said it's, a, it's monstrous compared to the one that's in the base game. So the fact that they're just so into this game and the system it's it's amazing just to see what they're doing and it's been three or four years since this game came out i'm impressed
1: yeah no i i saw the update today and i was thinking the same thing i was like holy cow this, there's a lot more content here than i expected uh and now acts two and three look a little bit smaller than act one looks like about maybe half to 60 percent but uh oh, the additional okay. bounty the additional bounties. um again that's just going to be more more adventure content so should be fun guess when that's supposed to be coming out i think i think it was end of next year right oh wow Yep. so i didn't see that basically the same time same time as what josh was just talking for me baby i gotta i gotta (laughs) man
2: i see i'm like i'm revving up for all this stuff i mean after talking with brooklyn the designer I mean, it it sounds like an awesome. I just hope the game doesn't fall flat. I mean, everything I've read through the rules twice now and done a couple like examples of combat and everything, and it seems so cool to play. So I would be very. I, I don't. I don't think it's going to fall flat. I think it's going to be a great experience.
1: Should be. Fingers crossed. Get those uh, get those sticky tabs ready to put in that rule book so you can uh, jump there to the <laughs> uh, th- those key pages. Make sure when you figure yeah. out the difference between within and up to, let me know. Cause that's when I always do not do this to me right now. I always, <laughs> I always go to that page to go, which one was the wait, what do you do? How does that work? Okay. It just takes a second. Cause I mean, again, it's, yeah. a, it's pretty, uh, it's a pretty solid uh, resource uh, manual as well as just a basic rule book. So it should be fun. It better be you know?
2: it's 75 pages, man. Yeah, I
1: know there's, there's some, <laughs> there's some, there's some, there's some stuff there. That's a good point. Yeah. What else you've been messing but, with, Clay? You've been getting your hands uh, on any I, other games? I got all the hotness
2: uh from <laughs> Essen, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, Imperial Steam, man, that game was so well received at Essen. Oh, I, it just awesome. makes it makes me feel good because of the amount of energy and time we put into that, especially the rule book. But Boon Lake, man, that game is so good. So we played it and then I demoed it on thursday or friday a whole bunch and holy cow i think this is my favorite fister game just real quick covering the bases if you're familiar with maracaibo where you go you have the boat that goes once it hits the end space of the river or the path or whatever it makes everybody else go to the next round and you start all over again there's elements of that in here but there's two paths that the boats will go to trigger the end of the rounds there's only two rounds in this game but what's special about this game is you're exploring the board so you are drawing tiles and revealing and placing them in spaces that you want them to to go so the player is going to determine the shape of the overall game board and then the second thing is the actions the action selection mechanic is from puerto rico where I'm going to choose something. It's going to be a really cool action. Then everybody else can do something as well, but it's a minor version of that, or just or a minor action in general. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't seen that too often. And Puerto Rico comes to mind. I I don't know of any other. If I'm missing one, I don't know if you guys can.
1: Oh, you like like San Juan was like that. I can't remember if um, eminent domain. Eminent domain. Yep. Yep.
2: okay, or oh, China China said Chinese zodiac Um, race for the galaxy. Yep,
1: that was the other other one I
2: was thinking thinking of. Yeah, so one of the most of the time, when you choose the action, you get to do something, you also get to partake in the additional action. Uh, But there is one action you can take. It's the one the exploring action where you really kind of dictate a lot of the landscape on the game board it's a very powerful action you do not get to participate in the secondary action how that works and which tile which which action you want to choose is really unique because it affects how far your boat can move down the path there could be a penalty if you choose one of the tiles it's just a really neat mechanic that is done so well in there and when you put all of the mechanics of doing these actions together The scoring tiles that you draft at the beginning of the game that's where it all comes together and it just it fits so nicely together and it just it's very satisfying to see how all these different mechanics really mesh together i'm not going to talk about any of the other fun stuff like the levers that you get on your player board which you can activate at any time but there's just all these extra little fun bits that are in there and i i just i i had a great time with that game so it, it blew me away. It, it was a lot better than I was anticipating it to be. I knew it was gonna be good because it's Vister, but that's that's a really good one.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see what comes with that. The scoring tiles, are those the hexes that I'm seeing on the on the board? No, yet?
2: they're at the very bottom of the game board. In the demos, we didn't I I had a really good demo pitch for this, and that that was the at the end of the demo. That's when I tied everything together. I just wanted to get the players playing the game and doing the base mechanics, and they're doing stuff, putting cattle's out there, building houses on the board. And they're, you know, they're doing it, and they're having a fun time doing it. But I was like, Alright, guys, let's tie everything together. And I explained how the scoring tiles work. And that was just like, a, Oh, my God, this is so cool moment every single time. And so one of the cool things with the scoring tiles, you choose one, if you do your scoring tile, you're going to get uh, double the points of it so you kind of you're, you're planning for when you're gonna make that happen
1: okay very good
2: yeah uh one other thing is um it's card heavy as well there's a ton of cards and one thing i noticed is when we were doing the demos we played a quarter of the game through one scoring round and people would play the game and then get through the scoring round then leave i wouldn't take The Discard pile and shuffle it up and create a new deck We just kept the discard pile separate from the draw pile for like four or five gaming sessions and the deck was still Like halfway through it when it went through Yeah, it was like that is cool And so that's one of the other things one of the other pitches I would bring up when people would sit down for the first time and say there's been three or four demos before you and we haven't shuffled the draw deck yet and you can see the difference in card size and yeah, it's there's so a there's lot going to be a
1: lot of a vari- lot of variation game to game.
3: Yeah,
2: okay. it's
1: it's a lot of fun.
3: That's cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to see that one to get to the table.
2: So, Josh, we got to play this with Tim so we can
3: open up a can on him. <laughs> take him to town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll happen. I think I beat Tim like twice at games that aren't Euchre. Actually, no, maybe three times there was one night tim came over for two player games and i just destroyed him all night
1: that was bad news
2: that's like that's a good night (laughs) outside
3: of that night it's never happened but like that that night that night was amazing
1: (laughs) so now clay looking at the player boards this looks like it almost has a little bit of a terra mystica feel where you're pulling stuff off the board and maybe gaining stuff that you're uncovering as you go maybe
2: yeah, so okay. when you do that, it's at the scoring rounds. There's four scoring rounds in the game. Uh, whatever's uncovered, you're going to get coins or points based on certain conditions in the game. But yeah, it's it's got a little bit of that. The uh, Puerto Rico vibe with the action mechanic. And there's another game. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, it's... Oh, it's so good. That's so, cool. I wish we had more copies, <laughs> man, because I... I, uh, I bring copies home from Essen, but I, I just immediately ship them out to content creators and Alex is going to get one for photos. So nice. Yeah, I'm, I got to be selfless when I do it because, <laughs> uh, you know, but, but anyway, um,
0: Justin, let's hear some of the stuff you've been getting into. Well, a lot of the stuff I got into was over the two conventions. Um, you introduced me to Space Corps. Yeah. Like every GMT game, I'm never a fan of their artwork on the outside, but they always have great mechanics to uh, their games. So that was a really interesting mechanic, if anybody hasn't played space core before probably clay could probably explain it a little bit better than i can but you're you're exploring and as you go out further your the board is going to change so you actually have three different boards for three different exploring options as the rounds go so it was really cool how that how that played out i probably liked it because i won but besides (laughs) that it was a really uh cool really cool experience even though it was it was a bit on the longer side but it didn't feel like it as i was playing it so
2: yeah we played that with alex that was that was a chill that's always a chill game for me Mm -hmm. it's just relaxing and very i don't know like watching the movie interstellar when they're just like going way out in space and you're just
0: yeah, there's a bit of player interaction so you get to mess with each other just just slightly with some of the cards, but I love card-driven games. Oh yeah. And that one, that one has a lot. So, and then seeing the new cards come out and the new the new stuff every time a board changes, everything changes. So, what do you think of that cuz
2: yeah, you mentioned uh so this is your traditional game where there's we're going to play over three years or three eras whatever there's always the three
4: Mm -hmm.
2: rounds or whatever but every round is a brand new game board what'd you think of the new because it was like an expansion to me like a mini expansion of new rules on the second game board and then on top of that for the third game board there's even more stuff that they kind of dump on you what'd you think of that
0: I didn't mind it because it did not feel like it was an overwhelming amount of rules. It didn't. It it never changed the basics of how the game was played. It just added to it. You know what I mean? So it. Yeah. I never. I never felt overwhelmed. I never felt lost going from year to year, or you know, as we went further out in space. I never felt lost as those mechanics changed slightly, and some of the rules changed a little bit. So you were never. Lost yeah. in space. Never lost in space. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a stretch, Clay. That was, a was stretch. No just, dad jokes around here. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was a really good experience. And like I said, I've drawn to card, those, those type of card games anyways. Uh, so it was already right up my alley. And then the cool board changing mechanic, which is something you don't see a ton of, you know, really put it over the top for me. Yeah, that's a new thing for me. I love that.
1: Did did you guys play with the expansion? I know you you had that and you were you were trying to get that in clay.
2: No, so because they were Alex and Justin, those was their first time and I man with conventions, I, I'm like my mind's in the convention mode and I was like, I don't want to learn the new rules on the fly. Oh no. So I get it. we just Yeah, we jumped into smart, the base game. Smart.
0: But I mean yeah. the, I wouldn't even have I mean the base game was plenty for me. I didn't sure you know the expansion is
2: only a, like there's 15 different factions to choose from and they all do different things they have their own benefits and significant weaknesses yeah like one of the factions i know has only two slots where you can upgrade it the it has your research where you draw cards you know and mm-hmm. then two slots to like put building or moving and that's it gotcha but wow. they have a lot of other cool things that like they can do in the game. All right, cool. I don't know. I love that game.
1: So Justin, which which era was your favorite? What the first one's just like the inside the asteroid belt, the second one's our solar system, and then the third one is getting into other other systems. Which of those? uh, Which of those three were you most interested in?
0: So I uh, probably the second one. The second one felt like it had more option, and then
1: there was also more to
0: deal with. You know what I mean? With um, that
1: is that is the correct
0: answer, by the way. What is it? Having to have the The shield. Having to have the shield. Yeah, and (laughs) having that be be a factor. Now, once you conquered the shield thing, it definitely made the third or the third era or year mm-hmm. space that we were going out to simplified it a little bit like uh, so alex and, guys, I, alex I, and I had that. that yeah and so we didn't I have to worry about that and clay <laughs> clay actually had to worry about that that type of thing but i mean uh, that i did like number two i actually enjoyed number three as well the third board um because i i enjoyed the thematic you're pulling into that new solar system or area of space and so you have to wait three rounds as it ticks down as you're getting closer and closer to their star yeah so you actually had to plan ahead a little bit and work that out so it added a different different little tactic
1: that's when the explore values just go nuts isn't it Mm -hmm.
0: yeah 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 things multiply by Instead of regular numbers, you know, in the first area you're dealing with or the first area of space, you're dealing with smaller numbers, threes and twos. Then you get to that second second area and you're dealing with, you know, fives, sixes, you know, at most maybe like a a seven or an eight and then values. And then once you get to that third, it's no longer like values like that. (laughs) It's multiples. So. 150.
1: That's what I was thinking. It was, it was in the hundreds, if I yeah, remember. the yeah.
0: cards will be, like, times five instead of, like, five. Right. You know, so you actually have to know your multiplication tables. You know. Yeah, right. Know what those are, calculator <laughs> hey, My
3: My four- and five-year-old know their multiplication tables, so I think you can handle it, Justin. Yeah, well, fine.
0: I may have needed them for some of that stuff. So. <laughs> Need some mini Pocket calculators. calculator.
1: Exactly. So
0: Space Corps was really good. And then I also, uh, with Alex, Tim, and Clay played Inish, and that was really good. Um, that was my first time playing that. That was with me. Oh, yeah. That wasn't with Tim wasn't there. Yes, it was Josh. Sorry, Josh. I apologize. Right. (laughs) I just assume Tim teaches me everything, because that's usually what happens. Yeah, that's pretty true. (laughs) But you know, no, I apologize. That was Josh. so that was a good teach man it was fast a fast yeah. efficient teach is what it was that's true it went by really it went by really quickly it was really good and it didn't take me it didn't i didn't feel like it took me too long to to get get that and figure it out
1: so now it that's been a few weeks how did that game go does anyone remember because i think all three of you guys Clay were playing it, weren't you?
0: i remember alex picked on me a lot but that was all oh. i remember i just couldn't get over that And he's not here to defend well he's not he's probably listening in but he's not really gonna pop in to defend himself so
4: yeah. But yeah
0: he was just rude the whole time so- to me let's like- talk bad about alex right yeah, now yeah, yeah. We <laughs> were going back and
3: forth it was uh yeah, I was, you know, I was also picked on a little bit by Alex. Let's be clear here. All My right. Guy what? from
2: California, man. He's a
3: real man. God. He left Who Clay alone. Him? That was the problem. <laughs> is Clay became the, uh, the Bren early on and just mm-hmm. was like, oh, well, you know, I'm the Bren suck it
1: <laughs> and for P- so clay we fought I-
3: over the capital we fought over the capital like the entire game
1: yeah um, we, did. we didn't
3: want to give it up no so- <laughs> mine
0: and so that's another card driven game which obviously up my alley <laughs> the drafting so yeah drafting, oh, drafting. so good that's
1: clutch so so clay, yeah I think uh, you're you're two for two on that game aren't you
2: did we did I win the first time? Or no. No, no,
1: that's that's right. I think Brian I think Brian won that the first yeah, time. Yeah, he, he swept won. it real yeah. early.
0: Then you now, did that? you won uh what was the what's the the court other of the dead. yeah, court of the dead. So yeah, Clay court did win dead. that, I believe. Yeah, he did. That's a rare
2: appearance for me there, fellas. <laughs> so, I don't know. I like Dennis.
3: I just love the hardcore like, oh, the first thing you want to do, Geist just every round. It was so, it was so yeah. petty. It was just like, you know what? I just, no. You're not doing just that no. right now, guys. <laughs> it wasn't even like, it wasn't even something advantageous. It was just, hey, I'm going to play the Sanctuary card and get a Sanctuary. No. and Maybe one of no. the Tail card. <laughs> no, not happening.
2: <laughs> that game is nasty. It, it, it got, is. It, it was good.
3: Uh,
4: I did uh, feel
2: bad for winning that because i drew an epic tale and it brought my guys back to life and i had one of the stonehenge area on the board allows you to basically when you play an epic tale you get to draw it back if you discard a card or something okay so i i kept like i had that at the very end and i was spawning guys from the dead essentially and that enabled me to get six territories or whatever
1: oh i see just couldn't
3: stop
0: them Right.
3: He had yeah.
1: presents in six, couldn't stop him. Well, when Alex was leaving him alone, you know, what are you gonna do? I know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all Alex's it was- fault while he's not here. I mean, that's, that's what I like was saying. Where Alex the blame's and gonna go. Yeah, we were fighting <laughs> yeah. back and forth, and then you and you and Josh were fighting a little bit back and forth, yeah. and then and then you encroached into my area, and then I was really confused <laughs> at that so, point. Hey, what's going on? I was like, wait a minute. I'm it's me and Alex. I don't need you in here.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, Alex was pretty close, too. Alex almost had six sanctuaries. Yeah, he he
0: was pretty close.
3: It's not like it was Clay running away with the game. It was, well, we stop Alex, and then Clay's just like, oh, by the way. By the way, here I am.
2: That's how that game is supposed to be. I'm here to arbitrate. Yep.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
0: So, so beside those games, um, after the con I played, I had some friends over, uh, some friends of my wife and I's, um, another couple and their kids and, uh, they're not big board gamers. So we, uh, I played some party games to introduce them to some of the, you know, more inventive party style games like Pictomania, uh, we played, which I, I feel is, is probably one of my favorite party ish games. Oh yeah, and then we also a did uh, a few exit games with their kids.
3: Okay, okay,
0: yep. That went well, really well. They actually went out and bought like five of them shortly thereafter, and they've been playing them at oh, their wow. house with with their kids. So. I thought you oh, to say about cool. one, but buying five—that's well, awesome, man. That's so usually they're like what fifteen bucks, I think. Um, yeah, but yeah. she found them online on sale for like five bucks a piece. Some of the older ones. My oh, goodness. yeah, that's and, a no At that point, five bucks for two two hours of entertainment for you and your I kids. I was going to say that's that's your, cheap yeah, entertainment. You're not right going to get much of a deal. Perfect. That's a really
2: cool deal, man. But yeah,
0: besides that, cool. um, I've been I've been chilling since the since the cons i know clay's gone to another one beyond that but <laughs> i'm halfway
2: alive right now just letting know. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so i guess uh tim has yet to tell us what he's been up to game wise i'm sure it's been a lot and something fun right
1: nah. uh, yeah, probably no not really actually i was gonna put this one up there um i wasn't sure Had, has anyone else been able to play furnace it's an arcane wonders game came out uh, somewhat recently First, I was seeing. I haven't bought it yet, but I
0: did want to. I did want to buy that. I know it was recommended by a few people. um, It's something I may like, um, but I didn't. I didn't grab it.
1: All right, cool. How about you? Yeah,
2: I I walked to the demo at Gen Con and got the spiel, and yeah, that's about it for me.
1: Okay. All right, so yeah, 2021 uh, title, two to four player uh, auction slash engine builder. So it's got a couple, a couple cool. Um, pretty neat mechanisms right there. Uh, production is decent, including a pretty cool add-on playmat. I saw uh, most people that were picking up the game seem to be picking up that playmat as well. Uh, when we played it, we, we played it with the with the playmat. Uh, so this is one that uh, Chris Whitpan and his wife Sharon uh, were teaching. Uh, I think it was uh, Fulton. And me while we were at uh, at origins, I'd say overall production is kind of, uh, you know, par for today's norms. Nothing, uh, you know, that's uh, stellar, but at the same time, seems pretty functional Um, games only four rounds and it just alternates between auctions and production phases Um, beyond the what is seems to be a pretty traditional Uh, engine building there and and, well each player does have some some asymmetrical powers based on a uh, basically a a starter card that they uh that they draw at the beginning but other than that there are a couple of neat little neat little hooks the first one was the overall auction mechanism so this is this was kind of cool and uh folks that are or into auctions might, might might lean in toward this one a little bit but each player has four bidding tokens and on the on the four tokens you have numbers one through four and there also are different sizes so the biggest one is the is the four um, and on your turn uh, you're going to place one of those on one of the company cards that's out in a uh in a tableau for the for the group and there's six to eight depending on the number of players there's a few rules around uh, how you can play some uh, a big, big thing is you, you can't place where you already uh, have placed, uh, placed the tokens. So, um, I mean, that just to give you an idea, there are a couple other ones as well. But um, after everything's been placed, then you just go and you uh, resolve the company cards from, uh, from left to right with the highest bid getting that card to go into their personal production or into their engine. But, and, and this is the other neat little hook, is the second place bid actually receives a consolation prize that's on that's listed on the top of the card and that can be uh that was various um there were different uh, different goods or different uh also there were different conversions i think that were uh, that were available so uh the other part about that that process though is uh, that for the consolation prize whatever you get it's multiplied by whatever the number on your bidding token was so if you you know, quote unquote, lost the auction, but you had a three and the winner had a four, you get three times whatever is on top of the card. So it was one of those things. And and one of the few auctions where you're that, that I've been in where sometimes you want to lose them, but you want to be the second place. So if all four players are in on it, yeah, you want to lose it, but you, you want to be just below that uh, that number one bid. So it's it, again added a very different decision space in in, in an overall auction where you know generally you're just trying to outbid and, and get exactly what you want into your into your engine. So after that, uh, it's the production phase. Each player gets all their uh, all their cards, and it's a lot of converting resource A into resource B, and then resource B into C, and then C into points. There's a little bit of a time time mechanism and you can upgrade some of those production uh cards but uh o- other than that again probably the 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 two key parts of it that i, that I thought were real cool were was that idea of the uh, the valued bidding mechanism of the one through four and then also the sometimes you want to lose and be that second place bid so from an auction standpoint kind of a kind of a cool little uh little mechanism there
2: Yeah, that's what, that's what the hook was for me when I saw it, the, like the auction that you talked about is really cool. I just tired of the convert a to B to get to points and you're hitting exactly
1: Uh. the concern I had was it was, (laughs) it was a cool thing that I could see playing like three times maybe. And then I was going to be like, Oh, okay. So. Right after that auction, boy, this feels like a lot of other things that honestly, probably to me, do it a little bit better. So uh, that's where I landed on it as well. So wh- it was it was neat to play, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm glad I did get to play it. But yeah, it wasn't one that I came home with. Yeah, I'd try it. And that's and I get it. That's that's where I was too. You know me in auctions. Yeah. I, I that's love a auctions. cool purchase. So I mean, if I like the
2: play mats, man, that's something that's really growing with me. Is like, we're looking at doing that with Rift Force. And just, I don't know what it is with the playmat. It's just nice to lay it out on the table. When did we have a playmat with Court of the Dead when we played that? No. Nope. We just had the base map. That was a game board. Yep. Be, uh, uh, yeah, base I played board. some game with a playmat, and it was awesome. I don't remember what it was.
1: I'm trying to think. I'm not sure what it would have been.
2: You know what it was? It was Kingswood, this game I played with my son. It's a Rondell game, but the whole game board. I mean, yeah it was cool i like
0: i like the play mats all right cool yeah i think play mats where they make sense can be really really good and really give you a quality feel uh to the game so yeah rift force would make perfect sense for a play mat if you wanted to
1: do something like that yeah boy clay now you said rift force and you know what i heard (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe.
4: <laughs> Riff force.
2: force! That was Origins, man. <laughs> no, was it? No, what, what? which one was... Was Gen Con Kamigami Battles? Yeah, yeah we talked yeah. about...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but
2: I
0: mean, that one spilled over into Origins a little Gami, bit. Everything was Kamigami, yeah. And then Origins turned into Riff
4: Force! Riff force. This was Riff just... Riff. <laughs>
0: Just picture yourself walking down the street with these goofballs saying that oh. in that That's
4: way.
0: That's what happens when you work long hours. You yep. just get <laughs> so loopy, and you're yeah. just like, and you're just
3: like screaming at <laughs> the bottom a box of your voice. Of Rift Force, it's a roar
1: shock. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't, oh. didn't didn't end up coming home with furnace, but I did come home with too many bones. Some might say oh, just yes. enough bones.
2: That's a lot of freaking bones in there, man. <laughs> Jeez. Well, So, yeah, I picked up the... Uh, what do you think of that? I didn't get a chance to talk to you because we demoed... Th- so, Tim and I at Origins, we had some free time. And we walked over to the Too Many Bones booth and, and uh, got in a demo of the game. And I didn't get... Man, usually I can read you when you're playing a game. I could not... I, I got a sense of like, it's not that good. I don't know. What do you think?
1: <laughs> no, I, that's my sense. I, I, I liked know. it. I mean, I, I, I liked it to, to the point where I was interested in, yeah, I want to, I want to I wanna pick up the, uh, you know, maybe not everything, but uh, almost everything. The more I'm looking at it, cause the game found just came out, um, for it's the, ridiculous. for the third, stand um, standalone. Yeah. I, I'm not doing the $1,100 pledge, but, uh. I don't know. It ended up pretty close. I mean, there was a lot of. Were Give them a week. There's so much. There's so much content there. But no, that that is one question. I mean, their their pricing scheme is nuts in comparison to some other games like around their um, like that are in their genre. I mean, right. I, I guess there's really nothing exactly like that. But when you compare it to, and I hate to go back to it, but when you compare it to a Madara for 160 bucks msrp oh my god i mean it's yeah. not, to me it's not even close the value but at the same time i mean I, i've been i've been looking at it and there's boy, there's a lot of people talking it up so you see that and then you see what they're playing and i've, I've watched a few videos and watched people um, actually going through the encounters seems pretty cool seems pretty cool our session was a little a little weird we had uh three of us playing it, well we were playing four characters but there were only three players there so it was kind of a you know a little a, it just it felt a little off from from what i've heard um three players is probably where that game's at oh yeah okay so yeah and i'm i'm interested to, to get more into it well i
2: talked to so derek funkhauser um yeah. he came by from board game spotlight and i was just you know shooting it with them and talked about too many bones he's like oh my god i love that game that's like one of my favorites and if i bring up too many bones to somebody they've played it that is exactly what they say every single time yep no more no less right it's it's at the top of their list and i man i'm trying to get into it but the the density of the rules in that game is unlike anything i've ever seen because every action has its own basically the freaking dice is there's an action dice for every type of action that you can do on each character sheet and each character sheet has like 15 different actions yep and almost and, like
1: every oh. die side has a rule exactly every <laughs> die side
2: has a rule for that specific action right. and it's like god damn like <laughs> how, how are you and in like if and i was just trying to think like okay well if i got this game maybe my boys could play and i could have ashley there you know but then i'd be like like the demo could you imagine demoing that game no that oh, is gosh. that's got to be a <laughs> but the demoer did a fantastic yeah, job for us he, I mean, you, ha-
1: you just have to know it yeah. yeah and that's uh so i i watched the uh shut up and sit down video uh just the other day and uh Quinn's is going through that and he was talking about, you see, it it, it was very similar, very similar comments. It was like, it's just rules upon rules upon rules. And, you know, you you roll these dice and then you look up at the rules. And if you miss, guess what? More rules because you have (laughs) you have all the bones and that just unlocks a whole nother set of rules. And I was like, holy cow. Yeah, that's that's about it. That's uh, you would have to.
2: Yeah, you'd have to like consume this game for a week just prepping Mm -hmm. to play the game i would this is my this is what i would do at least and really kind of learn it inside out and you just got to spend a a long time with it before you even play it and is it worth it i had a good time at the demo but man i just don't have the time in my life right now to do that maybe in the future
1: no i get that i get that no very good very good
2: i ended up walking away with it though just just to, just to have <laughs> maybe one day.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh my well, very good. Well, with that, let's head over to Capstone Corner and see what's new on the president's desk.
4: Yeah. Red force. Red force.
0: Red force. oh my
2: goodness that was like one of the that was so fun man doing that uh, all right so what do we got for capstone this month it's october we have so we just got back from essen imperial steam debuted there we're going to be releasing that this wednesday the 27th so it'll already be out there when this drops And the week after that, the first week of November, we're doing Savannah Park. Uh, Lux Eterna is also coming out that time as well. And then at the warehouse, we're receiving Orleans Curious Cargo at the same time this week. So we'll be shipping that out to retailers. And we've got Glass Road and Gaia Project also on the heels A lot of people are asking about pipeline emerging markets that's in the same container as corrosion which had has just left the factory unfortunately we just had some shipping delays and we had to do what we can and we're looking at december for corrosion and pipeline emerging markets but we're really fortunate in the grand scheme of things because we're going to be trickling out these games every month we're going to have like a batch of two or three new releases or new restocks of games throughout now through february and i i think that's really great for the holiday season right now so excited for that we are going to be doing the if you're familiar with watergate we have a barnes and noble exclusive white box edition but um, that is no longer going to be exclusive with barnes and noble so uh, we're going to bring that to the hobby channel as well so uh, we're starting the the printing process for the watergate white box edition and i want to see how that is how that lands in the market with the traditional um watergate black box edition so uh lots of stuff going on mainly shipping and just prepping for this holiday season that's about it for capstone corner though
1: all right very good this watergate white box okay so what's what's the deal how is it going to be available just normal I mean, it's going to be available almost like uh, the the red and blue pandemic legacy boxes where it's a similar game, but it's just a uh, just different graphics on the box.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the box bottom is the same it's the top. That's going to be different. Um, The the if you Google Watergate, it's the black box with it's like a broken glass window with Richard Nixon on there. Mm -hmm. Um, But the uh, I really like the white box edition. It's got an image of the Capitol kind of blurred out in the background a little bit. And then there's these uh red what what are they called those connection lines in a detective a corkboard oh, arrangement? I know, you're it's just thread, about. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. thread a- wrapped a- around that, yeah, yeah, that's the fancy word thread. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, it's so, so connection clumsy. lines, you know. And it's it's got some UV spot gloss on it. So just a little bit more uh dressing on the on the box top that that'll pop and uh, I, I like the way that one looks a lot. So we'll see. It's, a, it's more of an experiment to see, you know, if there's any kind of correlation between the two, which one's going to do well or, you know, but they'll both be available fully in retail stores here probably in first quarter of
1: 2022. All right, cool. I, and I, I think I heard you talking about it. Glass Road is Glass Road actually going to land on U.S. soil eventually <laughs>
0: someday man oh, is it God. sitting out there in the ocean outside California just like all yeah. the others did
2: you see that picture It was like 60 boats or something out there just yeah, sitting it's pretty in crazy. the harbor just this has been going on when we first started this podcast I think we were talking about Gaia Project and Renature and there were some delays and difficulty finding truckers back in December and maybe even November of last year I'm just thinking about it now and it's just built upon itself and just compile it's just it's basically the snowball effect we're just it's gotten so big now and prices are not going down the problem's not getting any better i mean you're starting to see shortages of food which is kind of crazy and yeah we're just it's just an interesting time so we're doing the best we can and I think we're doing a good job because of the, uh, the offerings that we have are pretty, pretty solid for the holiday time.
1: That's cool. Looking forward to it. So main topic for today was going to be just a real quick recap of the two conventions since last we spoke. Um, now, uh, and again, we've we've kind of bumped into it, um, both of them a little bit so far. But kind of wanted to dive in a little bit and ju- just uh, just give some impressions about what what we saw in the first one. I, I titled it here, Origins Twenty Twenty One. Where's the <laughs> exhibition hall? Um, yeah. because I'll tell you what, I had a little little trouble finding it, and way back, uh, you know, in that back half a hall seat. After I arrived uh, for setup and got parked at the hotel, a couple blocks away, walked my way to the convention center, walked in and almost walked straight into the Dental Professionals of Ohio exhibition, which was in the halls where we normally are. And I'm I'm serious. I I was like looking around. I'm like, what What are these green signs doing here? <laughs>
2: Tim's got his big board game tables bag and he's like, I'm ready to play a game. Yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is this guy doing? I'm like,
1: uh, I don't know if this is the right place. But uh, but no, yeah, that, that caught me a little off guard. So, so yeah, I was r- real quick to send out a note. Hey, don't go into A and B. Head down to C. But yeah, that was... <laughs>
4: uh,
1: I'll be honest. I was a little bit surprised. I was a little bit surprised with the size. I did didn't think it was going to be that small, at least that small a footprint. What, what did you think, Clay? Did you have a little bit better heads up on that?
2: No. Um, I did have a that was going to be about half, which is what it was. And it just didn't feel like half though. Mm-hmm. It felt really like almost a quarter. Yep. Um, yeah, what it normally was just the way this, the hall. Uh, yeah, you got it right, man. The, the way the, you're in this back corner almost and all the gaming was up front and it just didn't it just felt it was a weird vibe too i mean it was a good time i had a good time but it was definitely a unique origins for sure
0: yeah i think this was the first year that they actually uh combined it with a different convention which was had something to do with some video games as well so there was some space taken up uh I think uh, as we as you worked your way through the hall, it started off with board games, and then you hit the middle, and there was a lot of video game stuff there, and then it finished off with some more uh, art and board game mix towards the back. So uh, it had a it had a lot of different things, but yeah, it was still still quite tiny for what you're probably used to if you've ever been to Origins.
3: Yeah, well, that part of that was they're probably trying to find people to take up. To, to get in the booths in the, the vendor hall. Cause so many of those big retailers, like when Asmodee pulled out and mm. all the companies under the Asmodee banner pulled out and Renegade wasn't there. And, you know, there's probably a couple others that I just can't think of right now, but it, it, the nice thing was there's a lot of indie publishers there. And I got to see when I was just walking around, there's a lot of just interesting things that these you know, indie publishers got a chance to be on the big stage that they probably wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Or even if they did get there, they probably wouldn't have had nearly as many people stop by their booth because they would have stopped by a lot of those bigger booths that were going to take up more space. So I, I thought it was really cool to see some of those small retailers and and you know small publishers get a chance to uh, prove themselves in the environment where a lot of the big boys weren't there.
1: No, that's a good point. Good point, Josh, because yeah, you're, you're right. A lot of big names weren't there. I would say it was similar, similar to Gen Con, but even, even more obvious. Some of it just due to the, uh, the diminutive size, but also, yeah, it was just, uh, it just felt like there were fewer booths. I I, I get it though. I I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, it it was good though. I mean, for us, because we were front row and next to yellow and uh, Arcane Wonders was next to us. Yeah, I think being in the front row was really key because you're right there, right at the entrance. And it was really cool to see on Thursday uh, when they opened it. Right before the hall opened, they had, or Friday, sorry. Friday, yeah. They had four entrances to the exhibit hall. And they were all through the, all the way out in the uh, the hallway. So, I mean, it, 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 everybody was ready to come in. And I, I just think that shows the demand there for getting back to normal with these shows is there.
1: Yep. Even even though it was a little bit smaller, it seemed, uh, I mean, it still seemed like we were pretty busy. The demo tables were full pretty much the whole time.
0: Yeah, especially Juicy and Iberian.
1: Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Juicy, Iberian, um, Rip Force. I mean, we had three tables going and two were full pretty much the whole time yeah. and the third most of the time mm-hmm. and Justin knocking out the, uh, the, the almost perfect Rorschach demo yeah. over there.
0: Oh, I'd like to formally apologize to anybody who took a demo <laughs> with me in which I taught you the game incorrectly.
1: Oh no. I think
0: both at Gen Con and at, at origins, uh, it was a last minute job, but, uh, but I encourage you to read the rules and don't follow along with what I taught you. Uh, That's amazing you'll be what better when off. You read the rules No I, I it was actually pretty close. I missed I missed, a, I missed a, a few key components that Josh ended up uh, pointing out to me a little bit later <laughs> as he actually got to read the rules. Um, but but yeah, if I taught you that, please. Double check the rules before you start playing again. Uh, You'll find that it's a better game than even what I taught you.
1: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's better when you follow the rules. That's amazing. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, gosh. It's a um, better game now. (laughs) So real quick, I just wanted to have a quick shout out to another uh, Solid booth team yet again. So thanks to our normal convention crew, all of us, uh, you know, four of us plus uh, Jillian and and Eric. We had Chris and Sharon Whitpan there again. They've been with us for uh, multiple origins and also Packs um, Packs Unplugged. Uh, yeah. My my son Caleb and his friend Gary they helped out and they really took to uh, to riff force. They really oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they really got into that. Uh, Josh Fulton, who's um, a local guy here that uh, Josh and I play with, uh, he he made a. Uh, I think his uh, his first appearance in a uh, in a booth setting, so that was uh, that would, that was cool to uh, to see someone kind of uh, you know seeing that side of the of a of a convention for you know, for the first time. That was his
3: first convention.
1: That's I was thinking. I wasn't sure if it was or oh, not, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that was. Um, I wish it
2: was the real origins, you know. Well,
1: and that's <laughs> and that's kind of what I was thinking of. It, it was like okay, so I mean, it, it, maybe this is a good warm up. Type thing, and and hopefully in yeah. what eight months or so we'll uh, we'll we'll hit it uh, hit it the right oh. way with with Origins twenty twenty two. He's already planning a road trip
3: for PAX Unplugged for the weekend. Oh, there so. you go. Oh,
1: really? Cool. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so he did have a good
2: time. That's oh cool. yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh, yeah. that's okay.
1: Uh, in talking to him, it sounded like he really enjoyed himself. So, yeah, that's cool. And then of course, special yeah. special guest Alex flying in from California. That, yeah, that was cool. His his that humor works. just cracks me up. It's so dry. Oh, you're just so walking, dry. We're
2: just walking <laughs> to the North Market and he just drops a one-liner and, and <laughs> doesn't even change his face or anything. It's just straight face and you're just like...
4: You, Look at you're her. deep, man. That's cool.
1: <laughs> All right, so oh. speaking speaking of North Market, play, what did you... I, I, I know... You you got it. I think Justin did as well. Josh, I don't know that you did. What did you guys think of Hot Chicken Takeover? Clay and I went together. Oh, did you? It, it was awesome. delicious. Okay. No, I
0: don't Gloria. think you need to ask Clay. I don't think Clay had the best experience. Nah, mine was dry. It was really dry. He should have gotten the drums like I did. I,
2: I know. Yours looked real good. The The coleslaw was good, but uh, I got the chicken breast. and It was very dry, oh. and I was disappointed. But I will give it a try again because I saw josh's meal and i was like that is (laughs) that is on point right there
3: oh it was delicious so
0: as a native columbus person it's it's always it's always been good for me i've had it i don't know how many times at this point at least 20 different times in the years that it's been here so it's i don't know if i've had a horrible experience with them there's been some better pieces than others but,
1: but yeah always been pretty good so now was it pretty busy when you guys went over there oh yeah
0: Okay. Yeah we had to wait in line for about 15 okay. I think The smart yeah. call was ordering ahead on your phone Like I did And oh then my. it was that's, waiting for you when you went over there That's newfangled technology <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Those darn cell phones And there Old
3: man Clay <laughs> can't use those cell phones like that
1: <laughs> those Justin using cluster truck On the north oh, market God. <laughs> 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 Which is an
2: awesome app Thanks to Chevy Dodd Chevy Dodd sorry
1: I really enjoyed it. That was the first time I had gone, um, and I got the same thing. I got chicken chicken breast. I ended up going there twice. I uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. So yeah, I'm glad that uh, Jillian had mentioned that. I'd heard it, heard it a few times, but that was the first time really uh, took the opportunity to actually go and uh, and check that one out. So
2: one of my favorite meals was. Might have been one of the later nights uh, towards the end of the show, but we went to uh, Barley's mm-hmm. and we had that little pub oh, yeah. corner table. Yeah, and we all fit in this like booth. <laughs> we we're crammed in there, but we played. We we got beer and we busted Josh brought no thanks, and it was like a six or seven player yeah. version. <laughs> and I was like, it was. We played that like five times. It was a gr- just an awesome time, you know.
3: Oh yeah, oh, I
0: yeah. think over both conventions that was our go-to. Like yep little party Dinner table game. game. Mm-hmm. No thanks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think we had... I mean, it's seven... like 30 cards. Like, right. you can't go it's wrong. It's so fun. Well, we had seven, seven or eight people in a five-person booth. I'm pretty sure it was about like <laughs> <Yeah. one laughs> yeah. that it was. A couple great people sitting go, in the man. aisle. <laughs> I,
2: that, that was my favorite meal there, for sure.
1: It was good. Oh, man. That was. All right. Any other games you guys wanted to talk about there? Oh. One of the big ones we got in early was that super mega lucky That was box. pretty cool. You Remember that one, yeah, Clay? That was pretty cool. Yeah. Bingo. It was like bingo on steroids. Yeah.
3: Tim, did you play any small capstone card games said, at all? Stick you them. Know, maybe a small that's game that's bland. purple on the outside? Okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm stick not even going to. Stick them. Oh, yeah. Uh. That was stick. <laughs> stick him with Tim it was just so much fun because we just gave him all the points that we could. I only
1: had one oh, bad hand. We got hand. him one time. We got him one yep. time. I only had one yeah. bad hey, hand. It was good. One was one fun. hand in the negatives. Every every other hand was positive, and I still ended up, I think, third out of five. But yeah, yeah. it was uh, that was fun that was that was a fine oh, game that it was so much fun! took the that seat was, of that i love that i
0: love that game i i just think it's a i think it's a really good for a short like trick-taking yeah. game
3: yeah and it made me think of when we were playing it at grand con yep. and we were just sticking clay with all the points <laughs> and oh my gosh that was that was a that just it brought back all those memories it was it was a lot of fun <laughs>
0: Was it Nick that introduced us to that yeah. to that game? Nick Nelson over at Grandpa. Oh Con? yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: yep.
2: Yeah. Stickel You get the hardcore gamers that still are like
3: it's stickel.
2: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it correct. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. yeah that's
4: no, a that time. was a good time. oh
1: so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, we get <clears throat> we got another uh, another game of Nemesis in big five-player session actually went across a couple days first day and uh setup day and then the next uh the next kind of pre pre-con day we actually uh spent the morning doing that i think you guys we were finishing that up while you guys were playing space core oh man it was awesome we had hans Zimmer
2: soundtrack in the background just drifting out into <laughs> space and oh so good <laughs>
3: And I had to keep people off the nemesis all morning because with all the other games set up in the room, they thought that that was a capstone game. <laughs> they're coming in, and like looking at it and moving pieces and like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't touch. Don't touch in the game. Don't touch in the game. Uh, so, yeah. But oh, my gosh. You guys took up like four tables. It's a
2: big game. man. It's oh, huge.
1: Yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. The minis. It is but yeah especially with everything that that we had out that was um eric we were just getting ready to 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 kick off a game and he's like hey i want to do void Cedars," and i'm like i've never done those and no one had so we were uh you know we had, we we played the base game a couple times but uh, adding that expansion where basically you're totally changing the alien type and quite a few rules around how they interact. So it, it took a little bit of us figuring out how they all, how they exactly worked. But yeah, it was another one, uh, uh, Caleb and Gary, that was the first time they were, they were playing. It seemed like they really liked that, uh, that style of game as well. So that was cool. Ended up going right to the end and, uh, Eric and, uh, Eric and Jillian, both, uh, both died gloriously in a, <laughs> a big ton of insanity oh that's great (laughs) right at the end boy they they made it right to the very very end too everybody died uh uh caleb and i both got out okay that was uh that was it okay but yeah it was uh yeah again it it was pretty fun pretty fun session yeah that game never disappoints yeah especially for first time with that that new alien race so that was cool corrosion man i, oh, I gotta yeah. say i was so excited we were able to oh, get that oh yeah that uh that copy out the same that same day when we finished up nemesis we played that one played a four player of that and it, it took a while because i mean we we took a little bit of time make sure we were getting all the rules right and going through the going through the rule book with a little bit of a fine-tooth comb
2: but yeah um, we need to add in the rule book on that if you're listening to this and you're getting corrosion when you play your first game the victory point chips the white ones that's a clock in the game once those run that's that's an end game trigger play with half with what's recommended when you play oh yeah for your first game yeah just to get the motions down because you're not really understanding what you're doing because there's so many interlocking gears that's a pun i think i think Uh i did a pun i got Um, that ding ding, ding. Uh, but yeah uh play with half and that way it'll flow smoothly that you get a feel for the game
1: then you come back to the game and really hammer it out so i i saw a picture of some pretty gears
3: oh yeah i was gonna ask about those
1: yeah they
2: uh the original ones we got they were stamped and so you have a crease it's like two pieces being glued together and you get that crease or uh you know what i'm talking about like a I don't know if okay. filament is the right word, but now these are poured and there's no crease or anything that looks like it's like two separate pieces glued together. It's it's all one solid piece for all of the gears. They came out really nice. It, they look really good.
3: Oh, I bet. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Some of that.
2: Yeah, looking forward to yeah, that. So that'll be here. Sometime, someday, someday, it's on a boat. So that's
1: a. We're we we're ten uh, percent there. What you're saying? You're 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 hoping end of the I year. I think you type need thing. to call
3: the Lonely Island and just have them like <laughs> do a song for you about all the games yeah. on a boat.
1: <laughs> Dude, I miss those guys.
2: <laughs> but yeah, Corrosion. I that that game that one's pulling me back to play like immediately. Similar to Boone Lake, where it's just satisfying. That just how your little engine operates is very satisfying for me. And I enjoyed that. No,
1: I thought I thought the same thing. I mean, we played it on that Thursday, the day before the convention. And then Friday after the convention, Fulton and I went back and we played a two player game and we snapped that game out in an hour and 15. maybe. Yeah, you guys did it quick. That was the same
3: time we played role. Player. That's right. Yeah, yeah right, we right, played right.
1: role player right. and you played a whole <clears throat> game of corrosion. Right, so that having that first game under our belt and just having an idea of how things worked, and then I'll tell you what the next day I ended up doing something else. But on the Saturday he ended up playing Corrosion again, nice with another another group of people. So it's it's definitely a a game that has a little bit of bite to it and 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 draws you in. So yeah, I can't I can't wait to get some of those uh, those sexy uh, components, the the metal gears. that should be cool man
0: yeah i think he played with the people from they have a uh, they have a board game slash coffee shop over in outside of indianapolis i oh, think yeah. don't if if you hear yep. if you if you hear me and i say it wrong i'm sorry i think the game shop is called Hitherto, or something like that i believe but um it's actually a really cool place from what i've seen
3: yeah, that's the couple that they were in there and they played every game that was in the room. They yep. That was the two who taught themselves Imperial Steam yeah. from the rule book.
4: You're right. It is. <laughs> yeah,
3: it was that hitherto. was brave. That was brave.
2: Yeah. Oh man. They have some legit coffee too, Justin was
0: telling me. Yeah, they actually do a uh, really from from I haven't been there, but from talking to the the owners and the people that were uh running it, they have uh they have some really cool uh, coffee concepts where they uh, do different types of drip coffee. And I, being a big coffee person, like the idea of being able to go there and actually just try different types of coffee from different regions, seeing the differences. Yeah.
1: That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, if
0: you go to their
2: website, hithertocoffee.com, oh my, yeah, oh, wow. the, okay. the pastries, the drinks, they all look so, so good.
0: It is a board game shop, so you can buy board games there. And they, I think they, I don't believe they teach you some games, but I believe if they're available, uh, they said they'll they'll definitely uh, run you through some demos or something. Don't quote me on that if you go over there and they say no.
4: But
1: <laughs> Where you, where's my just demo? That's what I, th- just what I think I was teach getting.
0: <laughs> and if you do go over there and they say no, my name was oh, Clay. Oh, God. And Clay told you that. <laughs> then justin said
4: <laughs> it
1: was right after he told me rorschach wrong." Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're there they're,
0: i talked to them for a while they're they were super nice people and uh looks like they got a great concept going on over there
1: well that's cool very good it's kind got.
2: of on our way to indy as well greenfield it's right outside on the east side
0: yeah, I was uh hoping uh one time we can maybe sometime in the spring or something we can go over there and hang out and
1: try yeah. a few games. Very nice. Cool, cool, cool. Last one I had was Court of the Dead, Mourner's Call. So this is one I had been saying it's got a little bit of uh it's got a little bit of inish with some trash thrown in. Some and I see uh I see Mr. Denmead shaking his head Clay, he said what, Some Ameritrash guys. <laughs> just some. Just a little bit. Just oh a little bit. Oh my god. There's only uh, you know, like sixty five minutes yeah. or something like that.
0: <laughs> I mean, not to mention the ridiculously overdone yeah, pieces. The produ- overdone in a good way. Was beautiful, not in a bad way, it but was it really was eight. yeah, the production yeah. is ridiculous. Um Yeah.
2: It was a game. It was a game. And it was a game. It was okay. <laughs> I <actually laughs> really enjoyed thank you, enjoyed it. Thank you. I
0: I liked it. Now I played Inish the day before that, and uh-huh. then played that. Then right afterwards, and I I mean I still enjoyed it. I don't think they're that similar, but I thank you. I, I uh. do I do I mean I can see the with the cards and stuff like that, obviously, but yeah, I I did really enjoy that, even though I got just stomped
2: we didn't get to the point no. where i think
1: tim was we didn't have a lot of interaction yeah. I, think it was took yeah, of two I think i think we were, we were we, yeah we were playing pretty friendly we were we were playing pretty friendly we we got through it pretty quick uh we got, i mean that's another it's one of those games where you have some victory points and as soon as they're gone then that's it you just finish out the round and uh, i think it was clay specifically had something that is the victory point chips he had something that let him go? Well, and it let you go get them. You had a couple yeah. things that just let you go. Oh, get you, those you
0: had something points. that made you double, yeah. yeah chips, exactly. was my, it was. So, any victory points you got for your chips, you
2: so got I was double. automatically going for victory point chips, which is a clock in the game. So, as soon as that's gone, the game's over. And Alex, I was noticing, was taking a lot of them as well. And I'm like, maybe he's got mm-hmm. something similar to me, but we just pulled from that over the two rounds and completely wiped out all the victory point ships to end the game
1: i'd never seen that because usually it, it locks up a little bit they there's a little bit of a tug of war and a push pull on the 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 dread track but yeah it didn't uh didn't didn't really happen it was pretty much like an open josh have you played this
3: yeah oh yeah we played it on my nice. dining room table and i just
2: Eh. it was okay eh. I, I i now that i know how to play it i would probably play but you got a hat man i feel like that game could be a long haul
3: and and here's the thing if i had if i had access to inish at the same time i would That's, never I don't understand that on the, table over the inish. inish
2: part except for the drafting
0: is that yep. it and yeah. and the
3: thing is the drafting is nearly I mean, as tight there's little area in that
0: control game. in both games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's, make, air, it's area yeah, control. You have the, the dudes on a map thing. And and also the the area within the uh oh within the groups, I can't remember what they called them, but the different groups of characters or different different uh mini types.
3: Yeah, but it just it feels like Anish is so such a tighter design. Oh, I agree. It's I just, agree. I just, I don't know. I, I didn't click with it. It just, I don't know. And so, I if Tim brought it over and was like, I really want to play this, I'd be like, all right, let's do this, but... I'm, not, I'm never going to be like, Tim, bring over Court to the Dead, man.
0: <laughs> I guess the question is, in your game with Tim, Josh, did you guys interact with the tracks a little bit more? And was there a, a yeah. lot more player interaction? Because that was, the, oh, I yeah. mean, we avoided the tracks completely. We didn't have any issues that popped up from those. And yeah. then we didn't really, like with the area control portion, we all stayed in our own area and never tried to cross over, really.
3: Oh, Except yeah. for maybe that a little was, bit in the last round. We, but we played five-player, and the board locked up, especially once the Dread track rose to the top almost. Like, we were locked up. It was like, okay, I'm putting dudes on the board. We'll see if any of them survive. So, yeah, it, it locked up pretty quick. And I think that was that was part of the reason why it was a less-than-stellar experience because we all got to a point where it was just like, well, there's not anything that I can do productive. Right, you're playing. Um, you're playing a little
1: chicken at that point. It's like, uh, all right, I guess I can do something to drop it down, but the next person's just gonna bump it back uh, up. So, exactly. yeah, we we didn't even get there. We didn't even get there. It was, uh, I, someone kept getting a card or two that kept dropping, the dread track. Yeah, so that it was, was definitely yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it would, it, would <laughs> so drop so it down. <laughs> I, I think I played that th- that game three times, and that was honestly it was probably my my least favorite of the three plays. But I think it was just because of how things how things went. It, again, it was kind of kind of freewheeling, but didn't necessarily want to run around stomp on people while we're while we're learning the game as well. So one of those that pr- probably uh, lends itself to multiple
4: the players. company
2: was fun i enjoyed the experience of everybody <laughs> yeah. at the table I oh, that's yeah. the thing with our group i feel like we got a solid group and even um michael runyon our buyer for alliance when he had oh yeah i think trevor play indonesia with us and he he told uh he told michael he's like man i could play any game with those guys I was like, that's kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, it's just a nice compliment to take. But yeah, I,
1: yeah, that's cool. I enjoy
2: all the games that we play together, and it, I just, I, I just know like that game's not for me. But I did have a great time playing it. So if that makes any sense, I don't think it does. Cool.
1: cool, but. cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes <laughs> it guess. makes
0: sense. Yeah. I mean, the we regardless of what the game is, even if it's just something we end up hating, we still have a good time playing the game with each other. So
1: that's true. Yeah. That is true. Oh so,
4: yeah. So
1: with that, Clay, did you want to make any announcements specifically about Justin and specifically having to do with conventions? <laughs> yeah, so, does he have a, does he have a man, title now? You, I don't know about oh, that.
2: You saved us. You were the food guy. Especially at Gen. It started at Gen Con when you're like, oh, let's go to this breakfast place. It's just down the road. It's got da 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 and it's got a fancy French name and we're gonna go there. I was like, okay, all right. And oh my god, it was so good. And you're the you're the official food guy for conventions now.
0: And what he means by that is I use my phone. This it's really it's <laughs> it complicated. Okay. So so I use my phone and then I type into Google breakfast. Ooh, near me. Near me. <laughs> and then I find the closest one with the best ratings. And then we go there.
1: In quantity, and so, in quantity of ratings. you you, that's true yeah you can't he's got an algorithm
0: if it's five star with like five ratings i'm not gonna probably do that i'm gonna wait it out a little bit i know that's not really great for new businesses but you know there's a time and a place and gen con was not that place to try new things
4: (laughs) so so
0: i went with the whatever google says is great is what we're trying today and uh we uh we had a few good restaurants at the beginning and then we found our breakfast place that we did the every day the rest of the yeah, the rest of the time which was actually really good so yeah so get ready for packs unplugged
2: you gotta got some big shoes to fill there i guess i don't know (laughs) go
0: to the market that's gonna be my just i don't know where to go 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 in the market into the market hold my hand and
3: help me (laughs) Uh, I know that there's these things. I think they might be called Philly cheesesteaks. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I've heard that that city might have one or two places that have them.
0: I know Clay's looking forward to the uh, breakfast Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, Oh, those were so good.
1: That place is so
4: good.
0: Yeah, that dude that runs that place looks like he just got out of prison, though. So
2: I don't know. I don't know if you guys picked up on that or not, but...
4: (laughs) Uh, no,
3: I, I, didn't I didn't care yeah, I was like, <laughs> <good> <laughs> it was no delicious.
1: So. <laughs> Josh is just like, extra egg, please. <laughs> That's it. That's all I cared about. <laughs> That's
3: all that matters. Is it going to be in my belly? That's what matters. You can kill me afterwards.
1: Is it in my belly? <laughs> I'll be satisfied before I go. <laughs> Clay, any anything else about origins you wanted to talk about? No,
2: just... Like you said, man, i super thankful for everybody that helped us out at the booth. I'm glad Fulton had a great time. I mean Feldman. I'm glad he had, had a great time. Oh, Feldman. <laughs> Frickin' <laughs> Feldman. We, we get Feldman. nicknames now
1: at the, at the uh, conventions. Only well, Yeah, mostly due to Clay misspelling yeah, people's names on their badges yeah. and on their entry. Yeah, <laughs> Sir, you
2: can't come into this hotel. Your last name is not Feldman you don't yeah. exist that was hilarious but i'm glad everything got sorted out with them
3: uh, no i it just yeah well luckily i was with him and you spelled my name right <laughs> yeah so. right
2: yeah no, it was cool though um it, it feels like a blur it really does um i'm excited for next year and i think everybody's going to be ready for full-blown origins and gen con and all the other shows next year as well
3: yeah I bring hear it on
1: i hear you how about you, Justin, anything you want to do, uh, wrap up on, uh, on origins?
0: Uh, no, I mean, uh, just, I always, uh, echo the sentiments of clay when he, when, or when anybody talks about how great the booth staff is, we've always had excellent booth staff people. I've never had issues. They've always been the greatest and they always do us a huge solid with the, the amount of work they put in to get those, those demos running. And I almost hear nothing but compliments from people who demo the games with, with our demoers. So always a big shout out to them and thank you so much for all your hard work and what you've been doing. So besides that, I mean, I had fun at origins. I look forward to next year. Um, I really look forward to them not being back to back all those, all (laughs) these conventions. I know Clay had it one convention rougher with an overseas trip, but, uh, But yeah, I look forward to next year and doing it all again.
1: You went a good portion of the, uh, of the convention with Iberian gauge being demoed right behind you. Did it, did it get a little loud behind you at times?
0: I mean, that was interesting for me because now I, I've, I in prep for possibly having to, uh, to do Iberian, I did read through the whole one page of rules that it has and uh tried to tried to piece it together just to make sure uh in case we needed somebody for that um but the iberian gauge i mean juicy fruits did great Rift force did great but just hearing the feedback from iberian the whole time um was really cool i mean people enjoyed figuring that game out um if you know what i mean they they really loved breaking down you know how to play it all the demos sounded like they were having a blast people were playing through the entire game because they were having so much fun um not to say that it wasn't like that with a a lot of the other demos but it was it was really cool just hearing something that i wasn't demoing and how how much people were enjoying figuring that game out and 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 learning to play
1: it yeah it seemed like a pretty active group basically for three days straight so no i i agree how about you, Josh? I know you had to give a, uh, what, about a 45-minute interview on Riff Force. Oh, yeah. At the, at the <laughs> end yeah, of we'll the first day. Yeah, we'll see if that day. ever comes
3: out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I scared the crap out of Tim on Sunday because my voice was shot oh, like right. the first hour of the day. So I came out of the room, and I was just like, hey, Tim. And he was just like, dude, are you sick? Are this you sick? <laughs> and, <laughs> no. me? and I'm like, no. I lost my, I, I just lost my voice because like it was, it was still because it's still a convention. It was loud in there. And oh my gosh, it was the next couple of days at work. I was just like, my, my voice was still recovering. So, but juicy fruits was just killing it. And, you know, especially when I was able to kind of tell some people, they were like, is this good for kids and talking through how I taught it to my kids and just like, Hey, take the government bribes off Mm -hmm. the table. And then all of a sudden, you know, you can, uh, get things flowing a lot easier for kids. And this one guy was like, dang it, you're right. I
4: got to buy it now. It's <laughs>
3: just like, all right. So yeah, it was, I mean, Juicy Fruits just killed it all yeah. weekend. And, uh, it was, it was good to see the, the titles and just the, the, fact that it was a little smaller and we were able to focus on those three games instead of having to figure out what to rotate around and, and just really able to focus and, and get, A lot of attention to Rift Force and Juicy Fruits, and uh, Iberian was was just awesome. So, Yeah, cool, cool, cool. It was was a lot of fun, and I'm just uh, bummed that I will not be able to see you guys in Philly. So, Twin Gate (laughs) took another (laughs) turn as we all have been following. It was good having you there,
2: and major props to your wife. I mean, that's an awesome wife right there, so...
3: She is a heck of a woman and I am lucky to have found her and uh yeah. yeah, so I I am extremely blessed, but I'm gonna take a convention off and then we're gonna come back rip roaring for Origins 2022. Wait just wait hey, the energy baby. will be high because I'll <laughs> have been nine months without a convention. I'll be ready to go.
1: Very ready good movie. Th- that'll With be solid. Reforce experience. Re-force. <laughs> <laughs> now, looking looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, well, end end of this year, but also yeah, uh, mid next year. Looking looking for uh, ho- hopefully something that even even comes closer, resembling you know quote unquote normal, and getting back to a, a standard convention season. Maybe getting back to s- some standard convention uh, footprint and uh, attendance numbers. So it should be good. Should be good.
3: All yeah, right, and Tim, well, bring me home all the all the good stuff. All the st-
1: all the stuff. <laughs> bring it. Bring me home all the stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, before packs, Clay, you want to talk about uh, Essen a little bit? I right, the the title on this one was Essen Spiel 2021. They let Clay back into the U.S. Uh, I was nervous about that. Uh,
3: mistakes are made. No. <laughs> so <laughs> Oops,
2: sorry. I'm back. They they kicked me out. They're like, you can't stay. You need to get out of here we don't want you <laughs>
1: <laughs> there there was a, i wanted to uh, mention this and i think we said we were going to try to cover it uh, i did see one question on discord yeah. about which title seemed to be the most popular at the convention
2: oh hands down arc nova i mean okay that was just constant i mean it was before the show even opened they had a huge line it was insane I mean, they sold out on Thursday. Two hours into the show, they did like they, oh they had air freight in, so they only had like 400 copies, but it, it was quick. Still, yeah, wow. they moved them. Yeah. So, um, That's yeah, cool. we
1: out of out of the list. That was the one I was probably leaning toward that. And, yeah.
2: So our releases this year. I mean, so we've got so Arc Nova. We're, we're going to we just announced that recently. That'll be February. And then before that will be Boone Lake. And then now is Imperial Steam. So I really like this strategy because we're giving the games room to breathe and get out there and, and show them what they are without being crowded with everybody else at the same time. So and the, all, the, all three games are completely different experiences. So I, I think that's we got a special offering this time. And. Uh, I think we're doing it right, too, with the release schedule. But yeah, Arc Nova, man. Holy cow. Yeah, we went. I feel really fortunate um, at Spiel this year. It was really relaxing. It was kind of relaxing, I guess, because Foyerland, we were in their booth and sharing it. So they had a lot of Frank is very organized and to a T. Like, I think he was a little stressed out the entire show. But uh, we went to dinner one night, and so he kind of calmed down a little bit. But um yeah we had a a lot of different meetings and um met a lot of great contacts out there and uh really really enjoyed the european uh culture out there and and the food and the people so it it was it was really nice For, for boone lake we were told that we would have one case for essen and i was like okay we can make that work you know we'll do demos and you know maybe sell a copy or something but on on, okay so i land on tuesday morning at and it's 6 a.m their time midnight my body normal time and so (laughs) everybody's like ready to go and i'm like man i'm like really
0: tired right now so that's the worst (laughs) when you
2: get there man it's just you're you're that first zombie and i took a nap for like five hours but the factory had produced the games that day and on wednesday morning i'm in contact with them and they're like hey do you do you want any of these games it's like yes i do can you bring a pallet <laughs> and so they 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 deliver a pallet from the netherlands which is a three-hour drive oh cool. yeah it's cleveland to cincinnati okay. essentially yeah right. so yeah a pallet came in and we sold out of that instantly at i mean yeah oh man so that's i'm like nice. okay well, you know maybe uh oh, guys cool. I'm, I'm on my phone like you know can we get like uh can we do another pallet? Just you know, one more. You got one more in there. You can send over. You can do that, right? And so they get the same guy, and he he drives down again and delivers it. Um, oh, yeah. Really? And then we oh, then we wow. sell out of that pallet on Friday, and I'm like, can we get I I didn't ask it a third time, <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
2: I should have. I should have cool. gotten the third one because Saturday was kind of. <laughs> everybody's kind of but everybody had the same situation we were next to bombix the company that makes um abyss and okay imaginarium the bruno Cathala game and they have a new they have a new two-player version called nicodemus and i was really interested in it but i waited too long on saturday i just walk over and i'm like oh it's cool can i get a copy and and they show me their board everybody has a board of all their games and everything was sold out of their booth oh except my. for abyss wow so that wasn't the case i mean that that was the case everywhere in the show so many copies were sold out because of the supply chain issues this goes back to that supply chain deal so okay uh,
1: all right just people had less less supply there i got another you. game
2: i was going to get Batoku was hot uh, from from yeah. Um yeah. looks like a unicorn threw up on the board. Just colorful everywhere. It's <laughs> really hard to make yeah. make do of what's going on. But
1: uh, that's, that's exactly <laughs> right. Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> that and I was gonna. I walked over on Saturday and as they're sold out. And like I, I should have done this on Thursday, but um, I did leave with some boon lake, the Maracaibo expansion, and and Ark Nova. So you know, I mean, I made out pretty good and uh a couple couple kids games the one i'm really looking forward to is old tree it's a new antoine bauza design but it's a it's a narrative co-op game for kids so very beautiful medieval style really bright contrasty colors really neat production it's it's it looks pretty cool
1: there you go nemesis for there kids. we go we just gotta pull them into the little <laughs> narrative style
2: but i got a couple other fun games too got llama they had the the party edition which is adds a pink llama and some extra cards but yeah hmm. okay i, I like that game that was fun but yeah had some good dinners good food great people i do want to give a shout out to the boost staff that we got last minute and appreciate everybody like fabian he messaged me on twitter and was like hey and you need some help and that he just crushed it so did Robert Robert demoed Boone Lake he was he was the champion of Boone Lake this guy first of all uh, it's very common in Germany in Essen to have beer at your booth and you know you at towards the end of the day you, you drink beer some people drink all day I don't know how they do it but in <laughs> Germany they don't have twist off bottles that doesn't exist and I was like Robert, like why is this? Why is it? Why, why don't you have that? It seems like more difficult. He's like, it's not more difficult. You can open. I get. Give, give me a, a lighter. Give me a key. Give me another bottle of beer, and I'll open. I'll open it for you. <laughs> so
1: every everything turns into yeah, a bottle. And, it, and I was like, well, I was <laughs> oh, like, why gosh. is it? He's
2: like, well, in Germany, we believe. Uh, that you have to earn your beer. You have to put in the work to get to it. And I was like,
4: I like you. I like you a lot. Oh, so gosh. he took,
2: he takes two beers and inverts them and uses one of them to snap open the bottle of the other one. And we, we he did that. And I was like, you are a badass, man. <laughs> Teach me your ways. But, but yeah, Robert was a big help. Um, oh. Ivan, um, the boyfriend of um, or Annika, design or the illustrator of savannah park and uh juicy fruits her boyfriend helped out at the booth and uh, tiago from ireland awesome guy to help out and of course gregor uh, who lives locally in essen he really pitched in the entire time there all day every day just so thankful for everybody there and we had a good time so successful convention made it back to the u.s no covid obviously you have to take the pcr test to get back in and I was honestly really freaking out because three conventions in a row, like, what? you know, you never know.
4: Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't want to be in a
2: quarantine room for 10 to 14 days or whatever it is. And yeah, no issues at all. And customs was great coming back in. It just everything flowed smoothly. So really fortunate.
1: Well, that that sounds like a very successful and honestly, a pretty, um, pretty smooth trip for you.
2: Yeah, still feeling the effects of just all these conventions. It, it's a doozy, man. I mean, you guys are feeling it too, I know, um, especially at the end of Origins. We were just exhausted. Oh, so. yeah.
1: Yep, I know oh, I know. Yeah. I was, and I, I can't imagine yeah. <laughs> doing another one two weeks later, especially you know, uh, compound on top of that, a little bit of jet lag. Yeah.
2: There, There is a lot of people at Essen, and I just want to say one thing I love about Essen is it's just people when they come in, uh, w- when you go to, to spiel. Your badge is a ticket, like a football game ticket. Um, you can have it on your phone or you just print off a thing and they scan your QR code. And then you just put it in your pocket. And you're, It's just people walking around. You you don't have badges with all kinds of pins and ribbons and all this stuff. It's just everybody's there for that one core thing of gaming. Um, it's not real big on cosplay mm. or any of that stuff. It's It's strictly board games and that 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 just that resonates more I'm closer to that than anything else but and I sure. just it was a nice change of pace just to see that you know people from all walks of life just come together to board game and you can talk strategy and the Europeans are very adept at their strategy games and you can just jump into when you're demoing games you don't have to cover the bases on you know how things work and you can just go to the deep levels of of how to play the game and they're they're right there
1: to pick it up and yeah that's cool so like the the foundations are
2: already oh, yeah. there you can
1: just jump into the minutiae type
2: like boone lake i'm like oh it's like uh you know puerto rico I'm like oh yeah cool well you know it's so, oh, great and then you know it's just so good to to just talk about that with them so that's cool very good Next on the list is PAX in about two months or less than two months. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Month and a half.
2: Six weeks. Okay, let's do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably probably need to plan a booth at this point, (laughs) although it's probably going to be. What are we thinking for this for this year? Is it going to be the same sizes as gen Con or same size as last time it's 20 yeah, by 30 so
2: same size as last time okay. i talked to matt morgan okay. from pax and uh he's got us right up front close to the um what did they have the pax has their own little store of pax gear and we're close to that so it's okay. a it's a really he's a really nice spot so
1: all right very good We had two questions that came out of discord and they're both, uh, October slash Halloween related. One of them is pretty, uh, I'll tell you what, we'll jump to the second one. What's, what's your favorite candy starting off with Justin. Let's go, go around the horn.
0: Uh, the thing I always want, uh, especially if I'm going to try to grab some candies, I'm always a peanut butter cup guy. Reese's or Reese's depending on how people want to pronounce it I know there's a right way but you know I'm sure there's some sort of controversy they belong to Reese (laughs) they are Reese's (laughs) or my alternative and my wife got me into this when I met her and it's kind of a combo it's not just the candy Um, but going to the uh, movie theater and getting popcorn and mixing your peanut M&Ms into your popcorn so they get a little a little bit warm, and you get that sweet. and Oh, oh my it's God. so good.
1: Oh, I've never had that. That sounds amazing. They don't <laughs> <It> melt? <laughs> like the shell doesn't melt
0: in it? Really? No. They don't because the... The, the chemicals that they use on the peanut? Just no, kidding. the popcorn I'm usually kidding. is just warm. <laughs> it's not hot. Yeah, You know what I mean? So it just slightly warms it up. And then, yeah. Nope, it doesn't melt at all. And you can still... Pick it out with your hands and not get candy all over you. It's good. Melting in your mouth. Oh no, my
1: man. god! Exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what. This uh I think it was early, early summer, or late spring. We had a couple folks around here that got into uh, some of the gourmet popcorns. And oh, uh, yeah, 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 Josh, and it, mm. that that got a little nuts for a while. Oh yeah, exactly what you just talked about. It was, it was a lot of candy just mixed in with. Uh, with, with popcorn i mean it, it yeah it was it was amazing
3: that smoky smoky barbecue bacon oh that oh, yeah. was so good
1: <clears throat> yeah and th- then yeah you, you had the the sweet the the sweet versions and then you had the savory versions that uh yeah they just t- it totally went in a completely different direction but yeah it was also good so yeah i that makes sense justin cool josh what do you uh where are you where do you land on this one Uh it's as easy
3: Top three, Hundred oh. grand, always and forever. Yep, those awesome.
1: those are solid. Yeah.
3: Number two, refrigerated Kit Kats. I don't want them off the shelf. I want them Whoa. in the fridge. Oh, <laughs> really? That's like a brick, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Well, you can do that <laughs> oh, with no, no, that. No. Perfect. It's good.
3: <laughs> Perfect. And then number three, the new Twin Snakes from Hat from Haribo. Like that, one of them sour, one of them mm. sweet, and they you eat them together. Oh, they oh. are their
1: choice <laughs> all right i have no idea what you're talking about what are those
3: so there's three different flavors and it's like one is um a cherry and an orange or a cherry and a grape like the grape sweet the cherry's a little sour and then there's one that's lemon and lime and then the third one is blueberry and black currant
1: oh my and it's just
3: like and here's the thing most gummies you don't get flavor differences between the colors yeah
1: Yeah, it's just these ones. You
3: get distinct flavors between each of the different flavors and the the colors of snakes, and it's just like so. They're like twin. They're two snakes that are like melded together at a couple of points, and it's just like, oh, they're (laughs) just choice.
1: Is that what it's called? It's called twin snakes. Yeah, they're from Haribo. Oh, Haribo knows what's up with with the
2: gummies.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. So. Huh. I got I got a candy list. like don't uh, act like I'm ready for the dad
2: tax this Halloween. Huge You're
3: darn You right teaching them libertarianism straight up. Taxation's theft. Learn it, live it, love it.
1: Yeah. All right, how about you,
2: Clay? I I used to love Nutrageous when they when Reese's came out with that. I peanut butter cups, so oh, man, those are so good. I just I, I'm more of a peanut butter guy than chocolate. But when you have peanut butter, you can have a little bit of chocolate. And that's just,
0: that's the chef's kiss right there.
1: There you go. I'm looking up these rages. I've never had that. I don't even know mm. if they
0: make them anymore. Oh, those are good. No, I think they do. And Reese's, Reese's uh, also has um, <laughs> like a wafer. Don't they have like a peanut butter wafer cookie? Yeah, fast break. Mm. Oh, is that what yeah, it is? Fast, fast break, break was
3: good. Yeah, Natalie
4: yeah. loves
0: those. Yeah. So it's, the, it's or- a wafer instead of a. Uh, you know those wafer cookies you ate as a kid growing up. Some people did.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh those dude. I, the Fortmans I or whatever they're like, called. You get the vanilla Fortmans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I used
2: to great. split those up and take the cream filling and then eat that. And then I don't know. <laughs> I was weird. No, that's a thing people <laughs> did. I could know. eat
3: a package of those in about twenty minutes. Those are like okay. Girl those Scout are cookies. Are those thin mints.
2: Goddamn.
3: <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, once leaving those, those in one a freezer. serving, right? That is how that works.
3: <laughs> that is correct, Justin. That is correct. You put them in the freezer.
1: All right, Tim, bring it around. All right. So, uh, and I think I heard it a little bit of this in Clay. Clay, you, it doesn't sound like you eat a whole lot of candy nowadays. I
2: don't. Honestly, I don't, like.
1: I don't think I've ever
2: seen you nah, eat candy. It put, it's, it's bad food, <laughs> man. I can't be eating that. That's. <laughs> Now, you can
3: it's here's what you do you take it and you put it in your mouth and chew and then it's delicious no. and you swallow it
1: <laughs> i'm good well i'll tell you what i'm i'm somewhat similar at least for the last uh last few days but i can i can say back in the day i was always a fan of uh, I, I say three uh three traditional things we had back in my in my house growing up and that was snickers which was my dad's favorite uh milky way which was probably my brother's favorite and three musketeers which I'm pretty sure was was my mom's favorite but uh mine was uh probably what you oh yeah which mm, were which always classic. seemed like you, you took those three and you threw in some puffed rice and and there you go Yeah, so, the rice part yeah so yeah it always always seemed to be solid for me
2: did you guys ever have those zero bars you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I love the Zero yes. Bars, the white chocolate. Yeah, it right. just looks so like, I don't know why the packaging on that. I'm just, every time I see it, I'm like, no, I don't. I, don't
0: <laughs> I think it's what, silver and blue? It's like a silver yes. packaging yeah. with yep. blue writing. Silver yeah. and blue, yeah. white
1: chocolate. I'm, I'm, lo- I'm just looking at it.
0: Yeah, so the Zero Bars, unless you, you have to commit to trying it. Because you will never try it if you just look at it on a shelf. Yeah, I just what I'm saying. It's like because <laughs> you're just like just it, the it, there's no rages. pizzazz to it. <laughs> it yeah, it there's nothing good. to look But once you <laughs> have it, the zero bars are excellent. Okay. And oh, and you can't forget um, any of the. I love coconut. So any of the coconut stuff. So almond joy.
1: Uh, almond joy and mounds. And mounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thank That's you. Fake
0: coconut, though. That's not the good. Ugh. <laughs> loh, loh, loh. <laughs> it's you think sweet any of
1: that's
2: real and Come on, clay i'll talk about adult uh grown-up candy bars like i eat, i eat a lot of laura bars i don't do you guys know what those are oh yeah those yeah. are candy bars There's dates i mean no that's kind of the candy it's like there it's, you lost me dates are. Uh, you mm. lost me at ah. dates <laughs> <laughs> they have the uh, blueberry muffin flavor
3: oh man clay. <laughs> they don't call them
0: candy bars they call them nutrition bars hello uh. <laughs> As long as I guess I guess you use them for regularity, you know, cause that's what I want in my candy bar. I, I want to keep it to keep me regular. Oh my God.
3: Yeah, there's the only thing you taste in those is sadness. Oh, yes. That's the only yes. thing you taste. No way, man.
0: There's no time that I'm like, man, I want a candy bar, and then I reach for a Laura bar.
3: Ah
1: Why am I the only one that does this? <laughs> oh, because <man>. you're old, <laughs> you guys caught me on that one. That's funny. Oh, uh,
2: you guys got it. There's so many flavors. Uh.
1: <laughs> so, so many flavors of sadness. <laughs> yeah. Clay, right you and i
3: need to go and spend some time <laughs> and i will teach you the ways of real of real joy yeah that's and not almond joy because that's mm, garbage uh, that's, that's, not, the title, uh, that's the title
1: that's the title this episode so many flavors of sadness yeah that's <laughs> perfect
3: yeah, there you go that's a, let's that's have
1: a sour patch title. kids
0: that's that <laughs> listen delicious uh I use it's delicious. not made out of dates so i'm good <laughs> Dates are candy, man. That's like a candy. <laughs> Come on, no. Spray. The only dates
2: I
3: care about are the ones I get to go on with my yeah. wife. Oh, jeez.
1: Have a date on your date, Justin. You, you <laughs> no. gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, you gotta match it up to his other favorite candy, which is what uh, sweetened plums or uh, candied plums or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: prunes. Prunes. Uh, there you go. Prunes, prunes even better yeah. if you can. If you can pack those in, you get really regular, <laughs> and then you really. It's, yeah. I mean yeah. when I'm I'm browsing oh the shelves at a local gas station, like what could I snack on? It's usually it's usually some sort of dates or, or a prune. Oh
3: gosh. All right. I can't imagine what the road trip to PAX is gonna be like. <laughs> Just like, hey man, I've got I've got some dried prunes <laughs> and some dates and you know, maybe a few <laughs> apple slices, although no, those are a little too sweet, but we'll allow it. peanuts?
2: <laughs> I go with peanuts, too, man. I don't know. There you go. Paydays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. No. <sighs> All
1: okay. right. I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and wrap, uh, wrap this one up. Cue the music. All right. So join our Discord and toss a question or a comment in the Ask Capstone channel these can range from industry questions to game preferences all the way to personal day-to-day questions in addition make sure to take a look at our latest and upcoming streaming events subscribe to the capstone youtube channel and hit that bell icon to get notifications of new content lastly join us next time when we discuss balancing games and our personal preferences that was it guys yeah. very good appreciate another session thank you we'll catch you next time beyond the table
0: that was fun see ya have a
1: good one I'm gonna play Badara now